0: Hello, I'm Brandon Martini, a commercial pilot and flight instructor.
1: And I'm Carson Vasquez. I'm a private pilot.
0: And you're listening to the Aviation Mentors Podcast, sponsored by Stratus Financial.
1: So buckle up, because the Aviation Mentors are taking off.
0: Welcome back, everybody, to another awesome and amazing episode of the Aviation Mentors Podcast. Thanks so much for joining us today. Uh, Happy New Year, everybody. It is now officially 2024. And we got that 2024 vision going on because 2020 was no good. We're going to go 2024 vision. What do you think, Carson?
1: Sounds like it's better than my vision is already, though. I have glasses, so it's pretty bad. But we have a lot coming for us in 2024, both between Stratus Aviation Mentors and it's all around aviation. There's a lot of new things coming this year.
0: Absolutely. I'm pretty excited for it. So, uh, well, Happy New Year. First thing we're going to talk about today, actually, is our aviation resolutions on what we're going to uh, to get done this year. And my biggest one, Carson, is I want to become a DPE. I really want it to happen, and I'm going to talk it into existence. I'm going to become a DPE this year, and that's my, going to be my, my major thing that I want to get done. Uh, how about you?
1: That's a really good goal. Um, I can't top being... Coming to DPE like you can, but I do have um, a really simple resolution. I want to fly once a month and I don't want to let the ball drop on that. I want to fly once a month and stay current. I want to have that ability to fly at any time, and that's my first resolution.
0: Carson, that doesn't sound super current to me though.
1: No, that's not super current. Uh, I am aware that some months I will be super current and some months will be current, but. I have a strategy, so.
0: Okay, I like the strategy. I would like to hear what the strategy is. What is the strategy, Carson?
1: I'm going to calendar it, Brandon. It's going to be on my calendar every month, and I'm going to make a commitment that no matter what's going on, weather permitting, I guess, what's going on in my life (laughs) and work, uh, I will make time for that flight.
0: So what happens if uh, it's very cloudy and the weather is terrible the day that you have calendared? What are you going to do?
1: Book another flight.
0: All right, but you got to book it right away, Carson. You can't just book it in another month. Same day. Otherwise, there's going to be three months that go by that you're like, "Wow, I'm not even current anymore, let alone super current."
1: Yeah, just so wait till we hit spring, and then we have the June gloom down here with the marine layer that doesn't go away. So, yeah, I'm aware there's times that we're gonna have to fight the weather, but I'm gonna stay super current. Good,
0: I like it. So, the other thing that I actually am—I've got uh, on my radar is uh, i want to get my atp done i've been wanting to get my atp done for several years Uh, i already went and did the atp ctp course like over a year ago and i just haven't gotten my button gear and got my written done if i got my written done i know i can i can go schedule the atp check ride and just get it over with Uh, and then after i get that done i think i'm going to try and do all of my ratings as an atp uh, I have enough hours for all of them, except for multi-engine C, I believe. I don't think I have enough hours to get my ATP and multi-engine C. But I do have enough hours uh, for uh, for single-engine C, as well as, uh, obviously, both the land ratings. So I think that would be really neat. And I'm not saying it's a resolution of mine, but it is kind of a, a goal of mine. I would really like to get my rotorcraft rating. I'd really like to become a helicopter pilot. I want to beat that air into submission.
1: Didn't you get started on your rotorcraft um, before?
0: I did. I never finished because somebody crashed the airplane or the helicopter before I could solo. So I never got to finish, unfortunately. But uh, it's been several years in the making now.
1: That's a good one. Um, you know, it kind of leads into mine is I want to get my single engine seaplane rating this year. Um, I, I want to go out and spend a spend a week or... How long did it take you? About a week.
0: Took me like a day and a
1: half. Okay. Well, we're not old, Brandon. Um, the legendary Brandon Martini. But I, I want to spend the time, and and I want to go go and get that this uh, this summer. I think it'd be a good time to do it.
0: Agreed. I think so too.
1: <laughs> By the way, I got my
0: soundboard ready to go for 2024. Everybody, hope you guys are enjoying it. By the way, I think I'm going to download some new like sound effects on here because all I'm using is the original stuff that came with it. I got to download like a full on soundboard. I think that would be awesome. There's another resolution.
1: So, uh, Brandon, aside from you know all all that we have uh, planned for this year with our our own lives, um, what else do we have going on?
0: Yeah, for Aviation Mentors, we've got one big thing that's going to happen, and we've been talking about it for I don't know, probably a year now. Uh, but now we're in the testing phase, so it's in like the alpha phase i guess not quite the beta but alpha phase and uh, that is video we're uh, we're transitioning to video we're starting to record uh video now so mark should be sending some spliced out links or things like that online and that way everybody can kind of see some of our our live uh live video shots and i know that we've got some bloopers coming out too and those should be fun uh so I, those are some things we've got coming on the horizon. Uh, we're also going to launch a Aviation Mentor store with some of our stuff online and uh, including some special products uh, that we've been talking with some other uh, some vendors on. So I can't wait to get that done. That should be uh, quite a blast to do. And then uh, we're also going to be attending some uh, quite a few events actually this year uh, from Sun and Fun to Oshkosh to uh, Fasana uh, next month. There's going to be quite a few events that we're going to be going to and uh, promoting uh, aviation mentors as well as, uh, of course, the one and only Stratus Financial.
1: Yeah, we have, uh, we have a lot coming up. Uh, I'm really excited for the video portion and finally getting the, the testing started on it and, and seeing how we look and seeing if it actually adds 10 pounds um, when we have the camera on. So Brandon can afford to, to add those 10 pounds. I'm, I'm not quite there, but I, I really wish that we had a, a video of your ICON flight. Um, you know, We we talked about bringing that flight up, and I think it's time to, to talk about it. So you went up to Sacramento um, and picked up your ICON. How was that flight back?
0: Well, it was an amazing flight. First off, I wasn't sure if I was even going to be able to do it. I booked this like a week or two ahead of time, and the weather looked great. I mean, there was no... Not a cloud in the sky when I booked it a couple weeks prior, (laughs) just kind of like today. I'm looking outside my window right now, and it's blue skies. When I woke up this morning, it was pouring rain, Uh, and I'm in California at this very second right now, Uh, not in my new home state of Florida, Uh, and that's normal for Florida, but it's not normal for here, so I don't know what's happening, but uh, I'm happy there's blue skies now, but there were not the day that I was going to go up north to uh, Northern California. So the morning of, I was contemplating not even getting on my Southwest flight. I had a Southwest flight that went up to Sacramento, and then I was going to take an Uber over to Vacaville to go pick up the airplane, and the weather was so bad, but I was looking at it, and there happened to be this like perfect two-hour window for me to get out. And my whole plan was I was going to get there. I was going to take the plane. I was going to go splash around a whole bunch and just have such a good time. Uh, before I went home. And then I was going to go get gas at Vacaville, And then I was going to head home after that. And that was going to be my game plan. I figured there was no better plan than that, right? No, that didn't quite work out that way. Um, I got up there and I was planning on going over to Lake Berryessa to go splash around and have some fun. And I take off and the the clouds were like, I was in that two hour window that I identified. And it was a perfect two hour window. So I was happy that I got there at the time I did. Took off and I headed towards Lake Berryessa, and I realized there's no going to Lake Berryessa today. The clouds are stopping me from going everywhere. So I couldn't get in there VFR if my life depended on it. So I just turned around and I went the other direction uh, where the storm just went towards. But luckily, I'm very slow, so I never caught up to those clouds. Uh, And a matter of fact, I went around a whole bunch of them. Uh, I had to stay VFR, obviously, uh, an icon flight sport. And uh, I say VFR and I, I had to kind of travel quite a bit around all these different places. So I didn't get IFR in any clouds and I ended up stopping for gas at one place, uh, after I took off, by the way, I had to, I did like the most thorough pre-flight of my life. Uh, that plane was there for months and months and months. And they all told me they did a, they, they checked it out time and time again. But of course I started up trust, but verify exactly uh, I started up and what happens? I get a uh a land aircraft uh thing on the on the dash. So I was thinking, well, nothing better than that. Maybe I just stay here today. And it was because I didn't wait the six seconds or whatever it is on lane A uh, for it to initiate properly. So I just turned off the airplane, restarted it, and then I had another issue. <laughs> uh, the uh the part where you stick the wing like like the wings and the tail kind of come apart on the icon. So I, obviously when you're parking it inside of a building, you want everything nice and compact and condensed. So they took off the the tail, the tail extensions and I need to put them back on, which I did. But those micro sensors get all gunky or sticky. And even though they just cleaned them, uh, I was kind of stuck, uh, dealing with that. So I had to like mess with that a little bit and finally I got it. So it came, it turned off, but it wasn't that it wasn't locked. It just wouldn't identify as locked. Um, on the on the panel of the aircraft so I got all that situated and I finally took off and uh, like I said I couldn't go to Lake Berryessa like I wanted to so I transitioned uh, some military airspace, which is always fun and uh, and it was crystal clear and beautiful no no wind whatsoever uh, except for um, right before I got to my first stop And, uh, and my first, I'll tell you what my first stop was in a second, but Carson, do you remember the picture I sent you?
1: You were sending me pictures of possibly the slowest, uh, ground speed I have ever seen. Um, I want to say it was like 30 miles an hour and 20 miles an hour, reserves and knots, but it was slow. It was really slow. And Brandon was going slower and slower. And he kept sending me more and more pictures Every knot or mile per hour, um, it was going slower. And Brandon was sending me one picture after another as it just got slower. Uh, and most people want to show off how fast their plane is and show off how fast their you know ground speed is. Uh, I was getting pictures of how slow Brandon's plane was, and that was pretty funny.
0: 36 knots. Oh, 24 knots. 23.8 was the lowest 23.8. I 23.8. <laughs> and i was ex- i didn't quite exceed the angle of attack but i was pretty close going that i mean that was about all i could do
1: and you couldn't climb anymore could you
0: no i was descending actually i was in a descent because the wind was so bad uh coming at me and there was mountain waves so i could not get get through there now i had a backup plan by the way i mean i had an exit the entire way in this. So it wasn't like I was doing anything unsafe. If I would turn around, I would gain all that speed. So I wasn't too worried about that. But what I was worried about is kind of the mountain wave that was happening. Hopefully you guys get to see this on video because you get to see my hand like moving. It's pretty funny. But the wave, I knew where the contours were, where I should expect the wind to be pushing me down. And I made sure that I had an exit plan going through this area. And finally, I got to the point where my exit plan would be I don't know, iffy. So I ended up just kind of turning, I don't know, like a 90 degree turn to the right. And once I did a 90 degree turn to the right, um, I was able to get a little bit more airspeed and also was able to climb a little bit. So I always had a, like a backup plan to my backup plan in case I just couldn't maintain altitude. And there are people that high, especially like high density altitude or really high wind environments or mountainous flying, where if you don't have a backup plan. You can get yourself killed. So it's really important to know what's going to happen next, because if I was an inexperienced pilot, I just would have kept flying straight. There's a possibility I would just be stalling out the entire time because I'm just not that I'm not that I'm going to to slow on my ground speed, but because I just can't climb enough and I'm I'm getting pushed down. So I'm pulling back on the uh, on the control stick. And when I'm pulling back, I'm, I'm going to exceed the angle of attack because I can't climb. I just don't have enough power to do so. I'm just going to keep descending and I'm going to descend into the mountain. And that's going to be the end of Brandon. So if, if you're not an experienced pilot, you need to be aware of that. And that's why there's people that do what's called mountain flying courses and things like that. I mean, it's really important to learn how to fly in the mountains and identify which way the wind is coming and how to identify a mountain wave, things like that. Those are really, really important things to understand. And, uh, I was aware of all those things. So I was able to navigate this, this terrain properly. Uh, but, uh, after I was done, uh, sending pictures to Carson and Anthony about how slow I was going, because I thought it was hilarious. I was like, look at how slow I could not believe how slow I was going. I think I even got down to like 19 at some point. And by the way, when I, when I'm talking about the speed, it's ground speed, my 19 knots ground speed. Uh, but I was going pretty slow. I think I was going like 40 indicated or something ridiculous. Like I was on the like the bottom of the green arc of the airplane. I mean, it was pretty slow.
1: I could drive to where you were and back before you got to your destination initially. Um, and it would just be quicker. It would have been quicker.
0: I bet you it would have. Yeah.
1: <laughs> so I,
0: I got out of that. Luckily, uh, not luckily, but I got out of that. So then after I left there, I went over to, um, I went over to Paso Robles and, uh, I always like going there for wine country. I've been there several times in the past, uh, but uh, there was no wine on my agenda for, for that day. Obviously, I'm flying an airplane home. And I wanted to get back home before the weather turned bad at home now. Because now the weather is getting worse at home. And now I'm contemplating, okay, what's my backup plan if I can't get home? And who's going to pick me up? And am I going to call Carson to come pick me up in a car? <laughs> all these fun things, right? Uh, but uh, didn't have to do that, luckily. Uh, I I actually uh, stopped in Paso Robles. I had lunch. I, I always like trying steak sandwiches at all the places I go. And uh, I tried their steak sandwich, and it was, it was okay. Uh, and I tried their soup, and they have got, like, this broccoli cheese soup. I can recommend the broccoli cheese soup. That was pretty good. So you can go to Paso Robles and uh, try their, their uh, broccoli cheese soup. Uh, so I left there and uh, took off and transitioned uh, right over Camarillo's airspace, actually. And I also transferred over Oxnard and uh, Point Magoo. And right after that, there's there's water called the Pacific Ocean. <laughs> and I was determined to get myself seaplane current uh, on this trip. And I did. I went in, uh, I, don't know, I think I landed six or eight times. I have a list on my logbook. I'd have to go check. But I landed a whole bunch of times, It's some splash and goes. I did all sorts of fun water flying. Uh, I couldn't really stop on the water because the waves were a little too big. So. It was more, more splash and go than stop and hang out and look around type of thing. Uh, but that was fun in the icon and uh, took off there and spoke to the amazing tower at Santa Monica. Every time I talk to them, they're just so helpful like transition approved without any hesitation. Um, there was a helicopter that was below me that was going twice as fast as me. <laughs> that was kind of funny. Uh, not used to helicopters going faster than me, but uh, in the icon that, that tends to happen. Uh, went through and uh, and then finally I got over to Long Beach and uh, I took some really cool pictures of downtown uh, downtown Los Angeles because if you go a certain route just east of Santa Monica uh, low enough you can get some amazing pictures and videos of uh, of downtown LA. Uh, so I ended up getting back uh, back home and I was able to park the plane in my newly rented hangar. I've got a new hangar over at Long Beach now and uh, I was able to get over there. Uh, but that turned into kind of a fiasco for me, to be honest, because after I parked the plane, I had a problem. I couldn't get out. I had a gate card already. Like I had a, uh, uh, what's it called? A badge. I was badged, a CETA badge or whatever you call it. I was badged by Long Beach, but I didn't realize that they didn't give me gate access. Gate access was actually granted by the lease, um, by like the person who we leased the hangers from. And my hangar partner didn't realize this either. So I went there and for you to get in and out of Long Beach, especially out, you even have to have a badge. So I couldn't get out. I was stuck. So I waited for like 15 minutes till I saw somebody and they let me out of the gate. And I just figured, oh, it was because it was like two days late on why I couldn't get out. And so I went there two other times and I couldn't get into my hangar now. And of course, I go on like holidays or weekends where nobody's around. And, uh, it kind of sucked because I really wanted to go fly the icon like two times the past three weeks or something and I couldn't do it. So finally I went there, um, I think on the 26th and I went and I talked to my hangar neighbor and I, and I talked to the badging office and I figured out who I had to go talk to and they turned it on and I went in there and I scanned my card and bada bing, bada boom, boom, get to my airplane. And, uh, it was there nestled nice and safe and happily in my hangar. So I think I'm going to go fly it this weekend. I don't have any plans as long as the weather is nice. I think I'm going to go fly the Icon this weekend. I'm going to go splash around Long Beach Harbor and uh, and go have some fun with it. I think I, it's deserved, especially when I haven't had it for this whole year. And I think it's due for annual at the end of next month. So I might as well get some use out of it before it has no hours.
1: I let you drive my car, so I think it's only fair if you let me fly your plane, right? That's a, that's a fair trade off. That
0: is true. That is true. You let me drive your new car. Congrats, Carson, on your new car. <laughs>
1: Thank you. I appreciate it. Um, and congrats on getting the plane back. I mean, I'm sure it feels good. I, I can't imagine not having my very, very fun toy for a few months. Um, going to pick it up and just hoping that I can pick it up. So glad you came back safely. Glad you had a good flight, but it's time to get some use out of it. I mean, you haven't been super current in a seaplane, right?
0: I have not been super current in a seaplane for a long time. Um, I am now current in a seaplane, though I am current, so that's good. <laughs> I was thinking right now, I am current in a seaplane currently, currently.
1: Currently current, good. Well, it's a pretty fun flight, um, and you know, having a plane, you're lucky enough that you have the opportunity to just go and fly. Um, as long as you have your badging sorted out, of course. But again, it brings us back to one of the main reasons that we all get pilot licenses or pilot certificates. If you're really particular about, it, like Brandon is. Yes. Uh, We just really enjoy that freedom of being able to go and get in a plane and go and fly. And we've talked a lot about the benefits of plane ownership and that ability to just go in without having to set it up on a schedule whenever you have free time and uh, the money to go and do it. It's pretty fun to just being able to go be in pilot and everyone else. Happy New Year. And we have a lot coming this year, a lot coming at us, both. With Brandon and I and our New Year's resolutions, the New Year's resolutions for our podcast, and all the fun events and stuff we're going to see you guys at. And we really appreciate you guys again listening. Uh, We had a huge 2023 turnout. We had a great time at Oshkosh and Sun and Fun and Fasana, getting to meet a lot of our fans and get to be around aviation. And we've grown the podcast so much in the last year, and we couldn't have done that without you. So I really appreciate you listening. So does Brandon. And so does Mark. <laughs> We're going to make this podcast even better in 2024. So happy new year, everybody.
0: Yeah. Happy new year. And uh, thank you everyone also for making uh, 2023 uh, one for the record books for aviation mentors and for Stratus Financial. Um, we could not be doing this without the support of all of our listeners. So thank you all so much for listening. Uh, we truly appreciate you. So I'm looking forward to you hearing some of your uh, New Year's resolutions um, also. Uh, if you could please share this message, uh, share the Aviation Mentors podcast on whatever platform you're streaming on. Click share, click like. Uh, make sure you do all those things so we can get uh, higher ratings on uh, on all of the networks. Uh, we'd really appreciate that. If you would like to reach out to either one of us, you can reach me, Brandon at aviationmentors.com, or for Carson, it's Carson at aviationmentors.com.
1: And as a wrap up for the day, remember we're here to guide you in your aviation journey. So fly safe and enjoy the ride.
0: See ya.